0: Podcast,
1: toot
0: toot, folks! It's that time of year again. It's Thanksgiving holiday time, mm-hmm. and reports are coming in from across the country that this one isn't going to be very good. Yep. But when things get bad like this, Mister Possum, I find it helps to remember the good times. So tonight on the Big Howl and Possum Podcast, we're talking Novembers, our favorite old time and childhood Thanksgiving traditions. Ain't that nice? What a nice thing we're doing. I don't like the title
1: Novembries. It makes me it makes it sound like I don't know, it's just ungainly. What what else do you got?
0: Well, okay, I I also considered Mr. Possible. I also considered Novemembories.
1: Nov Nove
0: Novem no Memories. Is that is that better if we put the first M on the on memories? No. No. What else did you consider? Just those. No those are your two options Novembries and Novembries.
1: Hmm. What if you put the mem at the beginning where it's like mem november member member the november memories What about memvember mem oh that's awful That's <laughs> awful that stinks <laughs> How about remember remember november november memories memories How, that sounds like a poem Uh. That stinks yeah it does you know what that does stink How about novemberies yeah
0: What's your first... November-y? One of my fondest memories from being a child at Thanksgiving is all the cousins coming over and all of us getting to play together while the adults drank their warm morning beers. Mm. Now, in Grandma Dottie's house, children were seen and not heard. Oh. Grandma Dottie couldn't hear too good, huh? Oh, no. She had ears like a hawk. Oh. If hawks have good ears.
1: Yeah, I think they do. Great ears.
0: No, she just didn't want to hear us. Oh. So it wasn't like nowadays when folks give their kids the run of the place No, we were confined to the basement And to keep us from talking, Grandma made all the children keep an unpeeled clementine orange in our mouths all day Wow So when I see all these people complaining about masks and stuff, I'm like, who raised you? We had to chomp on nature's ball gag all day and we were grateful We still had fun though, Mr. Possum My uncle skipped Dotty, His job was to hide the Thanksgiving tater that all the kids spent the day trying to find Nowadays, when it's my turn to hide the tater, I get creative with it, but that wasn't really Skip's bag. Pretty much every time he hit it, it was between the middle and right cushion on the couch. Oh, Skip. We still made a day of it, though. Because as kids, we couldn't believe he would just hide it there every time. No way it's there this year, we'd say, and we'd look everywhere else. But there it always was, and we were grateful. Sounds like he didn't much care about it. Yeah, looking back on it, Skip kind of phoned that tradition in.
1: Now, I, it does make me think, like, did did Uncle Skip know he was playing the game hide the tater? Because me, personally, if I'm going to be putting the tater somewhere, if I put it in the same place all the time, that means it's for me for later. Sounds like he was just like, I'm going to put this tater here in case I want it. And then every year he's like, dang it, who took my tater?
0: Hmm. Well, now that you mention it, it was right About where he usually sat on the couch.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. It's a perfect way to warm a potato is to sit there and watch the game sitting on a potato like you're a chicken sitting on an egg.
0: And he did have that old jacket with the pocket that stuff always fell out of. It's possible that Skip was just stealing a potato every year to take home and it kept falling out of his pocket. Mm Mm-hmm. Could be. Now that i run through it in my head, I don't remember any of the adults in my family ever discussing the Thanksgiving tater tradition. There it is. Just like a potato, it has many
1: layers that you have to peel to get (laughs) down to the bottom of.
0: Mr. Possum, what's the first Thanksgiving memory you want to take us back to?
1: Oh, who could forget those family walks in the cool, crisp fall afternoons? Walking as a group down to the closest Cracker Barrel.
0: It is a nice time of year for a walk.
1: Yeah. Oh, we'd get to that dumpster and we would feast. But not all of us would feast, Big O. We played a game called Uncle Herschel.
0: Uncle Herschel?
1: Yes. Uncle Herschel's where the family has a big wrestle. And the loser is dubbed Uncle Herschel. And guess what? Uncle Herschel don't get no scabs.
0: So it doesn't matter who you are in the family. You become the Uncle Herschel if you lose.
1: That's correct. In my you family. Could be,
0: so Aunt, Aunt Betty could become Uncle Herschel.
1: On Thanksgiving, anything could happen. Right. A dog could turn into a cat. Aunt mm-hmm. Betty could turn into Uncle Herschel.
0: You could transport a bag of grain across a river with a chicken in the boat.
1: Mm-hmm. In my family, Thanksgiving is for the strong only. Uh-huh. No Uncle Herschels
0: allowed. Boy, that's a great tradition, Mr. Possum. You know, I feel like nowadays there's a lot of Uncle Herschels walking around who don't even know that they're Uncle Herschels, you know? That's right. They haven't been told that they're Uncle Herschels. Right. So they're just sort of weak and whiny and pathetic and constantly losing and not even realizing that they're an uncle. That's right. Named Herschel. How are they going to get stronger unless a loved one pins them
1: down and says, You're going to starve today, Uncle Herschel! Tonight, me and Big Al is talking November memories. It's your turn, Big Hal. Give us a little slice of some of that warm Fezzy.
0: Possum, if you need to save a little time on these intros, uh, you can shorten November memories to uh November's. Thanks for the note. I will... Pretty, pretty catchy. I'm writing it down right now. Another big part of my childhood Thanksgiving tradition was the parade.
1: Oh, the Macy's Thanksgiving parade?
0: Oh, Lord, no. Oh, <laughs> no, Mr. Possum. We didn't get the Macy's parade. Nowadays, all the TV airs at the same time, but back then, if you lived far out, it took longer to get to you. So we didn't get the Macy's parade until about the middle of January, and we were grateful. Uh Uh-huh. So, no, on Thanksgiving, we huddled up on the roof and watched the truck parade.
1: The truck parade, huh? What's, What's that?
0: It was a local parade of diesel trucks, or so I thought at the time. Once I got my license to drive, I found out it was just the interstate. Oh, And honestly, not even a busy day on the interstate because of the holiday and such. Pretty sparse at times. Uh Uh-huh. I can remember some years being pretty disappointed with the truck parade. But we were
1: grateful. Did you ever even once see, like, Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck on top of one of them trucks waving?
0: No, the closest we got was that Hardy's star winking at us on the back of a (laughs) semi-truck. And we were grateful. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Possum. Yeah. Go on and take us back to the good old days one more time.
1: Oh, who could forget when father would dress up like a pilgrim and all the kids would bite his legs and the first one to draw blood would be crowned king of Thanksgiving.
0: <laughs> Sorry, run that one by me one more time, Mr. Possum. Well,
1: like I said, father would dress up like a pilgrim. Okay. And all the kids would bite his legs.
0: Sure, yeah. And yep.
1: the first one to draw blood would be crowned king of thanksgiving
0: sure okay now that makes
1: sense uh
0: yeah yeah now mr possum you're a pretty big fella and you got a great great mouth there i could really see you dominating a challenge like that uh how many times did you win king of thanksgiving
1: well big hal i've always believed in my heart that the real king of thanksgiving is the turkey the turkey is the star, the king of Thanksgiving.
0: That, to me, is a beautiful sentiment, Mr. Possum. It's also the kind of thing that you would only say if you had never won King of Thanksgiving. I mean, the
1: turkey, what a majestic creature. Oh, okay, that you're still, flopping you're still, flesh that hangs off its chin. The willingness to give itself to us to eat. The Now, now you're,
0: ch- you're changing the topic here, which makes it sound even more like you never won King of Thanksgiving. Like you never drew blood on old Papa's legs.
1: Well, you know, when when you recognize the real king, anything else is treason. I wouldn't want to kick the turkey off the throne. You know, it's, right. it's the turkey. I've always said it's the turkey.
0: I think we have our answer, everybody. Uh, Mr. Possum never became the king of Thanksgiving.
1: Look, father had some very thick skin on his legs because he's been playing this game all his life. You see? Yeah. And my teeth aren't that sharp. I bit as hard as I could but he's got legs like a lacy boy chair. Thick, leathery, sumptuous, legs. Toot toot, buddies. Tonight, me and Big Al are going over some of our favorite Novembries. You said it. Yeah.
0: You said it, Mister Possum. That's awesome.
1: Felt great. Give me a treat.
0: Here you go. Mm.
1: Big Al, what's your next Novembery?
0: Well, it wouldn't be Thanksgiving if we didn't talk about the food, Mister Possum. Oh yeah. Of course, nowadays people have it all. Fresh cranberries. We had canned sauce. People got creamy fresh taters nowadays, and ours came out of box. A bird filled with hot stuffing is de nowadays, Mr. Possum. Ah, de to you. Our bird was stuffed with newspaper, and we were grateful. Mm. Of course, that newspaper was pretty good. Stewed in bird juices and pre-soaked in lemon and vermouth. Tastiest bit of print media you ever had. And we were grateful for it. Now, as a child, I got to say, I got a bit of a buzz off of it. Sure loosened us kids up for the after-dinner cabaret, where we were uh, forced to put on our mother's glitziest gowns and sing the great hits of the golden era of Broadway.
1: The thing about November, is big hell, is that it's starting to fill in some things for me. I'm starting to understand why you are the way you are. Right. So thank right. you right. for sharing them.
0: Why I'm Why I'm such a giving soul and why I have such a performer's mind...
1: And why your lips are always stained with newspaper ink?
0: (laughs) It's a dying medium, Mr. Possum. I don't know how much longer we're going to even have newspapers to chew on.
1: So when you asked for extra helpings, did you just say extra, extra? Oh,
0: toot toot. Toot toot. Mr. Possum, what's the next Novembery you want to paint for us with the stiff bristles of your holiday brush?
1: Well, for many of us, Thanksgiving is the beginning of the holiday season. I've been taking broadcasting lessons, you like that? We'd all sit around and tell Father what we wanted for Giftsmas. And he would nod slowly and take notes. And boy, he really sold it, Big Al. He truly pretended to pay attention. And sometimes, (laughs) he'd actually write down what we said. Now, most times, we'd see that paper and it was just doodles. But one time, I saw his paper he was writing on, and it said, beanbag chair. And it lit up my heart because I knew he was listening.
0: Is that what you had asked for, Mr. Possum? Yes. And did he get you that beanbag chair?
1: He did buy it. Uh Uh-huh. He did purchase the beanbag chair, yes.
0: Okay. Well, you you didn't say he bought it for you.
1: Well, I I guess he didn't because none of us were allowed to sit in it but him.
0: So he bought it for himself.
1: I guess you could say that. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could say that. So
0: you told him what you wanted for Christmas, and he said, oh, that's a good idea, and bought it for himself. Yeah. Okay.
1: We just kind of gave him the idea, and then he sat in it.
0: And that's the one time you can remember him actually writing down what you wanted for Christmas.
1: Yeah. It felt good to see him pay attention, though, because sometimes we'd really spill our guts and say, oh, I want a milk crate. I want an empty candle votive with no wax. And you know, you'd just be dropping all these ideas for gifts for yourself, and he, you'd look over at his paper, and you'd just be drawing squiggles.
0: Well, you take what you can get from the old man. That's, that's what I've always said.
1: Soon he'll be weak enough for me to take him, and I can sit in that chair. Yes, dominating your father, a true Thanksgiving tradition. <laughs> this is Mr. Possum, big Hal. Big owl, it's your turn,
0: well, I saved the best Thanksgiving tradition for second to last, Mr. Possum, as yes, you do dessert mm, mm, mm. pie specifically, oh yes, of course, nowadays people have their choice of many delicious pies, pumpkin, sweet potato, buttermilk, mm. chocolate cream, mincemeat. Uh-huh. mince meat oh. Back then, we had two pies to choose from, squirrel and grass, and we were grateful. You were grateful. Squirrel pie or grass pie. Mm -hmm. They didn't even taste that different, to be honest. They didn't taste different. That's
1: hard to wrap my head around. It seems like those are very two distinct pie flavors.
0: Well, the thing is, Mr. Possum, when you tackle a squirrel for a pie, sometimes you get some grass in there. And sometimes, when you gather up some grass for a pie, there'll be a squirrel in it. So the flavors kind of even out. Mr. Possum, what's the next November memory you want to warm us up with?
1: Well, one of the most special things that happened on Thanksgiving is when all sorts of distant family members we rarely saw would come into town and stay at our dumpster for the weekend. I saw my Auntie Plop, Uncle One-Eye, my long-lost stepmom, Paula, And once, even our old peepaw, Graveyard Larry, even came.
0: Graveyard Larry?
1: Yes, sir. Graveyard Larry.
0: Now, why was he called Graveyard Larry? Well,
1: we called him Graveyard Larry because he was cold and unyielding like the grave.
0: Ah, I see.
1: He also had a green tint to his fur. Seemed like he'd be rolling around in moss. Yeah. Graveyard Larry. Awful, awful man.
0: Not all tracks.
1: It was real nice to have the old generations come and stink up our cans with us on this most beautiful of holidays. Mr. Possum.
0: Big Al. Okay. Uh, I'm going to ask you to tone down the radio voice thing just a little bit because it's a little uh-huh. jarring. Uh-huh. And it's uh we have more of a conversational show. Oh. And you you sound like you're wrapping up a segment every sentence that you say now.
1: Well, when I finish sentences, they tell me to end them like this.
0: Please, Mr. Possum, it's very hard to have a conversation with you when you have that cadence.
1: Well, I'll take that note under advisement. (laughs) Big howl. Hey, Al, what's your last one you're going to talk about
0: with us? Well, hands down, the best part of any Thanksgiving, old or new, is when you go around the table and everybody says what they're thankful for.
1: Oh, that's sweet.
0: And then you hear your name or you're referred to in a generalized way, like, I'm thankful for my son. Anything like that, etc. Uh who boy, that's good stuff. Oh, yeah. Everybody weeping from the vermouth and full of grass and squirrel meat. Just the whole year's worth of emotions come tumbling out onto the table like, like warm gravy. Oh, man, what a sensation. Mm-hmm. And that, Mr. Possum, is when I learned that emotions are for special occasions. Keep them
1: emotions in the Tupperware. Keep them in the, the cold basement. And when it's time to display them, you just sit them there and... Let it ride.
0: Nothing like having a nice leftover sandwich made from the emotions you spilled the day before.
1: Oh, it's better then. They're colder. All the flavors have married.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mr. Possum, what's your final Thanksgiving november for the evening?
1: Well, what would Thanksgiving be with that watching a football game and eating some cheesy snacks? I
0: didn't know you liked football, Mr. Possum.
1: Oh yeah, I love football. Love it. I'm ready for some football. I'm ready to party. We got Frank and Allen dan.
0: What's your team? Are you uh you Titans? You you like the you like the Colts? Who you like? Oh no no, it ain't
1: it ain't the NFL football. No.
0: Oh, you're not talking about NFL football.
1: No, no, no. No, possum football is when you get the youngins to put on human shoes that they've collected over the months. And they play tackle games with whatever ball you can find. That's possum football. It was was originally called other people's foot games. But over time, we shortened it to football, you know, to blend in.
0: Wow. You might want to come up with a different name for it since there's already two other sports that are called football. You now have to specify that you're talking about possum football as opposed to American football or football.
1: Well, I ain't got to specify it unless somebody asks me what my favorite team is. That's what's so good about it. When people say, well, what you doing for Thanksgiving? I say, oh, just melting some cheese on some chips, watching football. And they'll go, oh, yeah, toot, toot. And then we slap hands and walk on.
0: Now, what are the rules of possum football?
1: Great question, Big Owl. Well, you got to get shoes and time to the youngin's feet so that they're equally clumsy. Each teammate has to be very clumsy. It's cute and funny to watch a baby wear a big man's clothes, you know?
0: The objective of the game is for someone to look as ridiculous as possible in shoes that are too big for
1: them. That's very crucial aspect of it. And then you get a, a ball or even a ball-shaped piece of food, just whatever's around, a ball. You know, we just call it the ball.
0: An old apple would probably work, right?
1: Right, but not so old that it's just a core. It's got to be a full ball shape. It's got to be a sphere. Yeah. So them them boys, they go out there in them big old shoes, and they get that ball, and they just run around and tackle each other.
0: Yeah. So there's no goal line. There's no safety. There's no two-point conversion. There's none of that stuff.
1: I have no interest in that kind of game. I like to see a lot of pratfalls. I like to see each teammate be equally bad at the game. Right. That's the bill, you know. That's the uh-huh. appeal of it is just for me.
0: Speaking of, speaking of appeal, one thing you could do is throw a banana peel out on the field, and, they, and then they'd be slipping on that banana peel as well. I like that.
1: That's why we melt the cheese on the chips. Same kind of thinking there, so we can throw a slippery old chip out there, and then once they get to fall, and I I'd holler at the other family, and I say, I did that. I did that. I threw that cheesy chip.
0: So you all are throwing food at the athletes as well as this is happening?
1: Right, just at the ground so they can slip on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, Thanksgiving.
0: It's funny how, however different our traditions are, they're also fundamentally the same. Of course, and that's what makes it so nice. The Big Howl and Possum Podcast.
1: Toot, toot.